Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. DNVR, we are live from Studio A here at the DNVR bar, and the A today stands for astronomical, mm. as in as how astronomical of a contract uh, can Russell Wilson get, and when will he get it? We'll jump right into that in just a second, but first a shout out to MSU Denver Online, the presenting sponsor of the show. Check them out, msudenver.edu. Slash online to see all they have to offer. 750 total classes, uh, 45 plus online and online and hybrid programs. Something for everyone over there. And if you're looking to work a full-time job while maintaining and furthering that education, there's no better place to go than MSU Denver because MSU Denver students work twice as many hours as students attending any other Colorado institution. So check them out, msudenver.edu slash online. My boys, what is up? Feeling great vibes today. And I think the A today stands for anything. Russell Wilson can get anything <laughs> he wants from the Denver Broncos. And before we hop into that conversation, love everyone that's tuning in, whether you're on the podcast side, whether you're on the, the live side. We'd really appreciate it if you hit us with a thumbs up on YouTube. If you're tuning in on Twitter, switch over to YouTube. The stream's better. Uh, the chat is a lot better, and we really appreciate it as well. Hit us with a thumbs up. Subscribe. And also, if you're new to this, we also have an entire website where we not just only cover the Broncos, where we have written pieces, podcasts, videos, but we also cover the Avs, Nuggets, Rockies, Buffs, Avs, uh, uh, Rams. We cover everything here in Colorado. So stay tuned to all of our all of our work at thednvr.com and also on our YouTube page. Great point. And we're almost at 20,000 YouTube subscribers. Ooh. So help us get there. We're also almost to 700 podcast reviews. So help us get there. Yesterday, um, I was sitting there uh, getting my hair cut. Thanks for noticing. And great uh, haircut, Ryan. <laughs> wow. And my barber was like asking me questions and he was like, so like, 
like tell me about your podcast like like how do i find it and i was like i'll just type broncos into the podcast app and he typed it and he's like which one is it i was like that's the first one <laughs> and he was like damn bro you're for real he's like 680 reviews oh my god so thank you guys for that we and you're like that. yeah i'm a little disappointed it's not 700 yeah i'm like yeah i don't know our fans have been really letting us down we can't get us over the hump 700 well i need a haircut thanks for noticing oh. and uh maybe by the time i go to the barber later this week we'll have 700 yeah i need one too that's why i'm wearing a hat what if we did a team out outing to the barbershop i'll bring you guys to my guy mm, mm. you know what I'll, I'll i'd be down all right, all right. is I he can... is he gentle i mean there was the, the, there was this one uh, barbershop i went to where i stopped going because they basically treated my head like a melon and i felt i had a headache because it was like oh, thump the whole time i would say this is the most relaxing haircut experience oh. i've ever had i've had oh. a lot of great barbers this dude, he do, he cuts with like a rhythm that is so unbelievable. I've fallen asleep two times in his chair. Wow. Just because it's like so rhythmic. Yeah. And, that is impressive. Yeah. So I actually have a question for you guys because I was thinking about this last time I was getting my hair cut. Is it okay to close your eyes while you're getting your hair cut? Do it all the time. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, oh, yeah. okay. I wanted to make sure because I've done it my whole life. And then this last time mm -hmm. I was like, is this weird that I'm closing my eyes? No. Do they think I'm falling asleep? Do they think this is like... You know, they're massaging me pretty well. And, and I was like, is that okay? Is that normal? Because, you know, I do it because to not get hair in my eyes and it's just comfortable too. Yeah, yeah. No, the only thing is you just got to make sure that you're like following their directions, right, you know, when right, they're trying right. to move your head. Because yep, yep. that was yeah. the thing is when I fell asleep, it's like, I, you know, your head just kind of starts to slump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways... Russell Wilson, uh, he showed up with a great haircut. He did, uh, he did. You see the little video the behind the Broncos? He's in there yep. in the bathroom. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Making sure every strand was in the right place before he went out there. He's very um, calculated. Yes, is yes. what I would say. He He's is. very measured. Yep. Um, like a lot of good quarterbacks have mm -hmm. been. And the conversation today, of course, stems from what came out over the weekend, uh, which was a mind-boggling contract for Deshaun mm -hmm. Watson and more ways than one yep um but stripping away all the you know um the controversy from it from a purely football standpoint it was a shocking contract even if you take away everything uh, and just say russell or you just say deshaun watson the quarterback got right. that contract what were the exact numbers again 230 million dollars over five years Fully guaranteed. All of it guaranteed. Every All of it fully guaranteed. Penny. Yes. Guaranteed. And wait, wasn't it two hundred and thirty million? Two hundred thirty. Yeah. Two hundred thirty. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's shocking. Um, and that you know, you look at that number and you say, well, we're blessed to be having this conversation about the Broncos mm -hmm. about what they're going to have to pay their quarterback because you're very lucky if you get to pay a quarterback that much money. With that being said, as we know. The next one is always bigger. Yep. And so when should the Broncos be presenting this to Russell Wilson? Should they be preparing to guarantee every penny of it? And how much is this going to be? Yeah, and that's the first question is when. When do you do this? We heard last mm -hmm. week from George Payton at the end of last week that the Broncos and Russ have not had extension conversations yet, but then George Payton quickly followed it up by saying, we're open to it whenever they want to. I think he said, I'm sure it'll happen at some point fairly soon, uh, and said, we want to make it clear. We, did, we traded for Russell Wilson to make sure he was here for a long time, meaning... 
the Broncos are going to pay Russ. They're not going to get into negotiation with him going back and forth. This is not going to be Von Miller, John Elway via 2016 where it's a rough negotiation. No, the Broncos are going to make it happen, and as they should. We've been waiting for this position for a long time, like you said, Brian, to be in a position where you can pay someone so much money, and it's going to be so much money. Yeah, Mace, when do you think is the right time to do this? As soon as you possibly can, because the price tag isn't going to go down. Remember, one of the things that is coming into play here in terms of that contract and why the Browns could absorb it and just how you're planning in general is when you get to 2024, that's when you're probably going to see the big cap spike projected uh, in some circles up to $260 million by then. Because right now, yeah, right now we're in the realm where it could it could have spiked this year could have really spiked next year but remember they made that deal where they're going to kind of they were going to offset they were going to account for the covid year losses right. in terms of revenues right. and instead of having it hit one year it was spread over 3 years so there wasn't a there wasn't a huge damage to the cap which means it wasn't going to rise next year or even this year like it could have cuz this year it could have risen because of amazon kicking in Yep. Next year, new broadcast contracts could have could have risen then, but at that point, then for let's say it's a, let's say it's a two hundred and six let's say two hundred sixty million dollar cap in twenty twenty four. It may sound like a lot to say you're paying your quarterback fifty million dollars, but that's not even twenty percent of your cap. Right, right, right. And the only reason, because I, I do agree with you on the baseline, Mesa, mm. you, you pay him as soon as you can. The only reason I would say, well, wait. What about wait one more year? And the reason for that is you pointed to 2024, which mm-hmm. is two years away. Yet Russ is under contract for two more years. You're not going to wait until the final. You're not going to wait until after that final year. You're not even going to wait till the final year. But since there's two more years left, he's on the cap for $24 million this year. Yeah. Why not, if Russ is okay with it, which the fact that he didn't get a contract the second he was he was traded makes me think maybe he is okay with it. Why not wait until next offseason to do it so that instead of paying $50 million starting this year, you pay $50 million starting the next year, or in that case, $55 million. Yeah, $55 million. Well, you, you would structure it to where the cap figures Stay wouldn't really hit. Like, for example, Deshaun Watson's cap figure this year is just over $10 million. Right. Now, next year, that's going to be the one where the Browns kind of sweat it a little bit because he's got a $54.9 million cap figure <laughs> before the expected big bump in 2024. And then he, he keeps that $54.9 million cap figure on through the rest of his contract. Yeah, so little... that's how you'd probably do it. You'd say, okay, let's just get this done. You might maybe take his number might go from $24 million to, say, $30 million in 2023 mm-hmm. but my, my mm. point is why not just yeah. kick the can down the road one more year and have this year be 24 mm-hmm. million next year still have it be the lower cap hit of 25 30 million and then it explodes that that's just the only pushback i mm-hmm. i have to that because i do agree with you guys if if russ wants a deal now you don't mess around you, you yeah. don't do anything to possibly make him upset okay a couple things that have to be brought into this conversation one if the Broncos wanted to extend Russ today, could they even do that based on the financial situation they have? Remember, you know, uh, it's an old mace drink word, yep. escrow. Yep. Um, you're going to have to put all that guaranteed. You're going to have to put all of that guaranteed money <laughs> in, 
into <laughs> escrow um <laughs> yeah if you did it so i think the next contract that happens is five years 25 million or 250 million all guaranteed that's going to be the next quarterback contract okay um mm-hmm. the broncos would have to put 250 million dollars in escrow that's a quarter billion dollars i don't think um uh, the current ownership has the ability to do that so there's one reason why you might have to wait a little bit i have a cup i have another reason that hasn't been brought up yet why i think you should wait as long as you can to a reasonable amount you know obviously you don't want to let them get anywhere near free agency um so you know the extra year that you were talking about the longer that a contract a player is playing under a contract the more they dislike that contract Mm -hmm. meaning it doesn't matter if you were to sign russ if you think russ is going to play 10 years right now you don't get to sign him to a 10-year contract and be like yep he's going to play all 10 years on this contract the longer the player plays in the contract the more they want a new contract the sooner you have to give them a new contract because whether the owners want to uh, acknowledge this or not the quarterbacks hold all of the power every last bit of the power and so you kind of want to be strategic about this. If you sign Russ to a five-year extension, mm-hmm. three years in, he's going to want a new one. Mm-hmm. So if you do that today, then you're going to have to do it again sooner rather, rather than waiting a year, signing him to that five-year extension. Then three years later, you're going to do the new extension and, and so on and so forth. How do you think Mahomes feels today? <laughs> He's thinking, wait, wait, wait. I'm still have nine years left on this deal. Yeah, he does. And the same time, those five years, those last five years were designed to be ripped up. Yeah. Because there's zero guarantee in, left in those five years. But at the same time, it, it's interesting when you go if you go by total guarantee, which includes like okay, like third year of the contract, you're on the roster, you get guaranteed. If you go by total guarantee, Deshaun Watson took the Aaron Rodgers record for total guarantee mm-hmm. and shattered it by nearly $80 million. Yeah, and, and, and even and Rodgers was just a tick above Josh Allen's 150 mil guarantee and Patrick Mahomes' $141 million guarantee. But that's, I mean, basically the Watson contract just, you took advantage of an extremely desperate team. Yeah. You probably have 31 other teams or, and certainly the ones that have great have outstanding quarterbacks are probably another eight or ten teams at least, including the Broncos that just probably were cursing like mad yeah. when they saw that deal. Yes. Yep. because it, because it it blew up the guarantee it blew up the guarantee expectations. Now but, Russell Wilson can't take anything any dime less than two thirty mil guarantee. No, and 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 I think this also Brian does bring in some context to what Deshaun Watson's deal was. Uh, he didn't play for an entire season Mm -hmm. he still has 22 civil cases against him right now the last time he played he had really good stats his team was four and 12 they were one of the worst teams in the nfl uh so shows he's a very good quarterback Mm. but how good is he now i i think deshaun watson in terms of just a quarterback on the field is a really good quarterback but he's not elevating everyone around him uh and despite that there was no discount on trading for him Three first-round picks. We find out yesterday there was even an additional like fourth or fifth-round pick thrown mm. in. Uh, and mm. then his contract was zero discounts 
as well. Not so, only did they they give him the massive contract, they also finagled it in a way that he won't be he won't lose anything if he gets fined, this which year, is honestly suspended. This which year. is honestly disgusting. Super gross. That, that that is. I mean, he he misses fifty five thousand dollars every game he misses this year when he's making two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed. That is something I wish the league would have stepped in and said this is total BS. Yeah, for sure. And and then you just. You look at it and just how bad the Browns mismanaged the situation is like so off-putting. You think so? Um, because they pissed off their quarterback, their former first-round pick, to the point where he was like, "All right, well, I'm out, I'm leaving." Mm-hmm. And because of that, it forced them to get so desperate in the Deshaun situation that even after he said, "I'm out on the Browns, I'm not coming here," they pigeonholed themselves to have to be like, "Wait, wait, wait." You know the stuff you were talking about earlier? We'll actually go above and beyond that. We'll make it so you don't get fined really anything this year if you get suspended. We'll give you every penny of the contract guaranteed. We'll give you one of the biggest contracts of all time. Like, it's the whole thing is a masterclass in how to screw something up by the Browns. Man, I think the Browns played it. Played it perfect in terms of uh, in terms of just on field. Now, if you want to bring in, do you want to have that guy in your in your organization? Of course, that's a very different conversation for me. And I would say you don't you don't go after that guy. But since they were going after him, you do everything you can to get a, a quarterback and a massive quarterback upgrade. I don't think they would have done that had it not gotten so public that Baker was offended. Mm, but now they mm. upgraded their quarterback position. So in terms of football, does it matter? We'll see. But he he here is the thing: is man Deshaun. It was only, only about the money for him. Because when the money wasn't there from Cleveland, he said, I don't want to play with you. I, that just feels dirty to me, too. Man. Not having any Super Bowl appearances can do that to a franchise. I really yeah, hope I, that, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. that this just bites them in the ass so badly. Like, Baker, man, I remember him at the Combine saying, if there's anyone who can turn around the Browns franchise, it's me. He went there. He embraced the city. He embraced the culture. He, you know, he turned around the team. Everyone forgets, you know, Baker wasn't great last year. He was really good the year before. Mm -hmm. And he took a team that had won, what, one game in two years and turned them into a playoff team almost overnight? And literally their first playoff win in just in what? 26 years so they deserve the baker curse by running him out of town for (laughs) deshaun watson of all people Mm -hmm. yeah and Mm -hmm. uh, not that i want the texans to succeed because they're not the best organization either wouldn't it be something if the texans are the ones that actually come out on top because let's say i don't think deshaun i have actually no idea how long deshaun watson is or isn't going to be suspended for but what if he is suspended and Jacoby Brissett comes in and, and isn't able to lift up the Browns for much of the year this year, and then the Texans actually get a top five pick out of all of this? Again, I'm not necessarily cheering for the Texans here, but wouldn't it just be something? Because kind of some karma for the Browns. I yeah. think this is part of their thinking, actually. Yeah. That okay, we have you know we're we're gonna we're gonna let Davis Mills play this year out. If Mills isn't the guy, we'll have a bad season. We'll have a high pick, but you have another card to play because. Let's say the league says Deshaun Watson is suspended for the 2022 season, which I think is legitimately possible. Then Cleveland, with no with no draft picks this year to to, to help to help themselves, they've just got all they've got is what they've got in there in what appears to be a very tough a very tough division. You'd have them ticketed for last place right now. Yeah, without Deshaun Watson yeah. in the AFC North, I mean. 
Effectively, the Texans have two shots at a top two pick. And all the while, Deshaun Watson will still get 229 of the 230 million. Just, that yeah. Just disgusting. Just disgusting. Oh, that one. That's the worst part. You know, make, mm-hmm. make the Browns pay for this in the NFL. Uh, totally fine not stepping in with the deal and the trade and everything. Make the Browns be on the hook for $230 million. And but, the top two pick. But, but mm-hmm. don't make it so that Deshaun gets completely off the hook. Maybe they should just suspend him for two years. Say, fine, you want to play that game? We'll uh, we'll hit you where it counts. And, of course, they they're won't. not going to, so yeah. it's, a, it's a bummer. Well, the other thing is also kind of a model on this, although it was only one rather than 22 lawsuits, Ben Roethlisberger got six games. That's why, I mean, if, if, if mm. there is enough in the NFL investigation right. of this to say, all right, uh, this, this really did happen to the point where he's going to have to settle, I don't see how they could go any less than double Big Ben and perhaps the full season if they're going to actually have a punishment that has some teeth here. I would put money on under six and a half games. Yeah, mm. unfortunately, I probably would too. And man, Mace, even if it is, what are you saying, 12 games? What is that? We're talking half a mil? We're talking 750,000? Yeah, I mean, yeah 50, 550 times 12. I Jeez mean, there you go. And, but the, all, all of that, though, the fact that we're talking about suspension is why I think no matter what happens, you look at all the all the elite quarterbacks in uh, to v- very good to elite quarterbacks in the AFC. The Browns are going to be one of those teams sitting there with their nose pressed against the glass, watching the playoffs in January. Mm. Yep, there'll be a, it, somebody from the AFC West is going to be in that same boat yep. for a different reason. But that's why, like, you know, you f- okay, all these quarterbacks, all these teams, they're not going to make the playoffs every year. Someone in the AFC West is going to be out. The Browns are going to be out. And it got a little more complicated yesterday when Matt Ryan went to Indianapolis because Ryan being efficient with that team, that has a good chance of being a playoff team. Congratulations, ESPN and all other publications. You can now use the carousel on the Colts. Yes, you can. (laughs) You can repurpose it, just change the figures on there. And also you can continue to use it with the Browns. They thought they were done once Baker came. Nope, just throw him on the carousel. Yep, yep, absolutely. Throw Deshaun Watson on. Now you can throw Jacoby Brissett on because he's likely going to play a game. Unbelievable. How about the Case Keenum-Von Miller reunion? Ah, yes, I'm sure they're both (laughs) thrilled. I'm sure we can dig up a quote about how Von said Case is going to be, you know, the best ever. Yeah, rock star. (laughs) There is something there. Uh, Tonight at the DNVR bar, uh, 8 o'clock tip for the Nuggets, taking on the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Sorry, someone made such a loud noise coming in that it distracted me. Yeah, I was going to say, you okay, Marissa? <laughs> All right, well, we're glad you're okay. Didn't wow, you know Ryan's someone... such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd just slam the door. Um, anyways. Um, if you want to come to a place with no compassion, yes, come join Ryan. F- come fall down the stairs <laughs> and get laughed at at the DMVR bar. Um, no. No, it's actually a great place to be. Yeah, come on down. A <laughs> uh, little grudge match. Why? Mm. Because Marcus Morris is somehow still running his mouth about the bubble playoffs. Yeah. Uh, he comes out today or recently, I think, uh, and says, like, we we would have destroyed them if we weren't in the bubble, which is 
Unbelievable. <laughs> I thought, isn't it just about basketball? Right, right. Um, uh, now it's about playoffs for this year for both teams. Yes, it is. So Nuggets need one. I'm going to the game. Um, so Ooh. you won't see me here at the bar. But Good. Uh, we don't want that energy. In yeah, there. yeah. So you, you know, I won't <laughs> bark at you or whatever. Uh, but come on down, hang out, have yourself a beer, get a chicken sandwich, enjoy. And bet on the Nuggets with our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet on the Nuggets. And then also get in on the tournament this weekend because they're still giving you the fantastic deal. Bet $5 to win $200 in free bets. Just pick any team to win a game that's still left in the tournament. If they win, boom, you get $200 in free bets. Ryan's going with Gonzaga as your safest pick this weekend. In terms of DraftKings, they'll tell you to bet uh, for Purdue. Uh, Ryan may say, don't do that. Oh, yeah, don't do that. But no matter who it is, all you have to do is win. Mace, I'm picking your Carolina, North Carolina team to win. You'll get $200 by placing that $5 bet. So head to the App Store now. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. That's code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers only, Colorado only, 21 or only. Uh, must minimum five dollar deposit restrictions apply to DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call one 800 522 I won't talk you out of that bet, even though I'm not <laughs> betting on uh, my own teams. If you want to watch the Nuggets and Avs, maybe you can't make it out to the DNVR bar tonight to see the, the Nuggets game. But uh if you want to watch the Nuggets and Avs night after night after night at home, check out our friends over at Evoca TV because it's a totally new paradigm for TV delivery that is less expensive, more efficient, and offers a superior picture than legacy providers. And Evoca has altitude. So check that out. The service is now available in Denver, Colorado Springs, Phoenix, Boise, and Twin Falls, Idaho. With Altitude, you can follow all the Colorado teams you love, the Nuggets, the Rapids, the, the, the Mammoth, and, of course, the Avalanche. They've also got coverage of the CSU Rams, Denver Pioneers, and baseball as well. They'll also have AT&T Sportsnet Rocky Mountain coming soon on there, so you can get all, get all the Rockies games. So I've told you about Ivaca, told you what they've got. How do you sign up? Go to Ivaca.tv slash DNVR. It's Ivaca.tv slash DNVR. It's only $25 a month plus receiver. No contracts, no hidden fees. The price is locked in for two years. And on that receiver, you can purchase it up front or you can rent it for $5 a month. So you take care of that. And then for $25 a month, you are good to go to watch local TV and watch Altitude. And coming soon, watching AT&T Sportsnet Rocky Mountain to get all of the Denver teams. And then, of course, you'll have the Broncos on the over-the-air channels as well. So everything you need in Denver sports, you can get if you subscribe to Avaca TV for $25 a month today. Love it. Great deal over at Avaca. Yeah. All right. Um, we talked a little bit about the timing. So it's got to be within the next 365 days, would you yeah. say? Yeah. Um, yeah. And let's let's talk about the numbers because I guess the biggest question here is who's up next? Is it Russ? Is it Mahomes getting a new extension? Um, Burrow, you know, could be coming up in, I guess, a year or so. Um, who's next? Because whoever does that, I'm, I'm calling it. Five years or more, 50 mil a year, all guaranteed. Yeah, and uh, I think you even need to go higher than that. In terms of who's next... Russ really could be next, yeah. and it may mm-hmm. just decide on how long it takes for the ownership of the Broncos to get in new hands, where they do have that escrow to be able to put in the in, in the account $250, $300 million. But I think it's going to be a blend of a couple of big contracts that we've seen. Patrick Mahomes, 
10-year, $450 million deal. Or was it 500 actually? Uh, no, I think it was $450 million deal. 450, An yes. average of $45 million. Only, what, $130 million guaranteed in that? $141 million total guaranteed. But then the, the, full <laughs> guar- the full guarantee was actually 63 Point, just under 63.1 million. Oh, wow. He got shortchanged. He got yeah. shortchanged. I think he gets a new deal after his 143 million in guarantees mm-hmm. runs up, which will probably be a year or two. Did, really quick, did you see that? Like, I think it was ESPN. They did a top five teams in the AFC the other day, and they didn't include the Chiefs. No way. Yes. Wow. Oh. I love it. Well, at this moment, because they haven't really done a lot to improve themselves, mm-hmm. yep. that's what I think right now. It's fair. I, I can see why they'd say that. I think we're going to get some distance from free agency and maybe view things a little bit differently. But right now, the Chiefs cannot simply stand there and say, hey, we're definitely going to the playoffs again. That, oh, crazy. There's, there, yeah. I mean, I mean I think what team would you take right now, Chargers or Chiefs? Chiefs. I, I know what Ryan's yeah. taking. Um, yeah. I think that is as close to a toss-up as it gets, yeah. Mace. They already get, they've already played two overtime games in the last two seasons. Yep. And then I'm throwing out the end of the season 2020 because the Chiefs were resting their starters. So they played three games that mattered. Two went to overtime. The Chargers won the other one at Arrowhead. So the Chiefs have won two of the three, but they were both tied after regulation, which I think tells you head-to-head that how close these teams were and the Chargers have a better roster today than they did at the end of the season. Yeah, yep. for yeah. sure. Yep. I'll just always go with the better quarterback. Yeah, yeah and who knows? Maybe that switches this year. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. at the end of this year, we're looking at the, the quarterbacks that we thought were the best in the AFC West flipping around. I don't know. That's going to be very interesting. But So I, I think mm-hmm. in terms of looking at the next big contract, you look at Mahomes' is 10 years. I don't know if that's going to happen again, but in terms of breaking you know, just the five-year mold, that could be broken, and Mahomes' deal could help that. Uh, you look at $250 million guaranteed dollars, mm-hmm. uh, and then you also look at Aaron Rodgers' deal, where you're looking at an average of $50.27 million per year. So take all of those and pretty much put them together. I don't think we're looking at a 10 million, 10 year deal, but we could be looking at a six or seven year deal. I think we're looking at way over $230 million guaranteed. I do think we're looking at a fully guaranteed deal. And I think we're looking at over $50.2 million guaranteed. So I think we're already looking at potentially a $55 million per year deal, pretty much fully guaranteed. I'll give you an outside thing. What if, what if that contract goes at midseason to Derek Carr? Oh. His contract is up after this season. Oh, I just let's and obviously Devonte Adams was promised yep. that Derek Carr is going to be here a long right. time. Right, and let's say, look, there. I think there's a legitimate fear that if McDaniel's has learned a little bit about people skills, <laughs> we know what kind of game planner he is. Yep. He yep. does look for all his flaws. He's got a pretty bright and brilliant offensive mind. Unfortunately. Yep. You can't exist out of the realm of possibility that Carr, with McDaniels, with Devontae Adams, with Darren Waller, with Hunter Renfro, just comes out on a tear to start the year. And the Raiders say, look at him at midseason and say, okay, let's get this done. Yep. That may be the best play for Derek Carr is yeah. waiting until six games in because he actually could be the candidate that's up before uh, Russell Wilson because he's wanted a new deal for a while. Now they could get it done. Now right. they, they've showed him we're doing everything to give you what you need by trading for Devontae. And I think also kind of that's in play for Russ, maybe not just the half season, but letting a season play where the offense is designed around him. Right. 
Let let him. Bad news for the Broncos. Yeah. What happens after a season where you let him cook? Mm-hmm. What happens for Carr after a season where you gave you gave him probably the best one, two, three pass catching combination in the NFL? Yeah, and here's what I worry about with Russ in terms of the money. It doesn't. It excites me more than it worries me. But if I'm an owner, knowing what I'm I'm gonna have to pay for Russ is, I think he could have a career year this year. Yep. Um. Did you know that Russell Wilson has never received an MVP vote? Yep. Yeah. Even with 40 touchdowns to 11 interceptions, he didn't get a vote? Two years ago, and he's also in a separate year. He led the league in touchdown passes, by the way. And did uh, not get a vote. He uh-huh. averages, averages over 10 years, including his rookie year, a 101.8 passer rating, and yet still has never an MV- had an MVP vote. And Mason and I were talking about this right before the mm-hmm. pod. Two years ago, I believe, right? Russ yeah. was off and to an incredible start through eight games because they were letting Russ cook in Seattle. And everyone's saying, this is it. This is the year he finally gets an MVP vote. Then Seattle freaked out and said, nope, we're just going to run the ball. Russ, I don't want to say struggled down the stretch, but wasn't putting up crazy numbers. Still didn't get an MVP vote. Yeah, the one thing Russ had an issue with in the, in the end of that season is when they would let him throw the ball, he refused to check it down. He mm-hmm. wanted to go big. It almost felt like he's like I'm. It's like a you know a basketball player yeah. when they see their substitution is yeah. waiting at the yeah. scorer's table. They're like, I got to get one more yeah. shot up. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like he's like, oh, and the next play is probably going to be a run, so yep. I better get fifty here, yeah. um, which which was a legitimate flaw of his, um, mm-hmm. and something that I would like to see change in Denver. Be fine with checking the ball down if nothing else is there, and also work the middle of the field a little bit more. I don't. He's never worked the middle of the field really, um, mm-hmm. so. That, that might be an un, unfair expectation. Sounds um, like you don't want to pay him. But hmm. regardless, I don't even know how I ended up there. Um, <laughs> it's just this attitude a, you if, brought today, If he gets Ryan. an MVP vote, he, you know, if right. he was a true MVP candidate, yep. then the price goes up even higher. Mm-hmm. And I truly think with the way the spotlight will be on him, you know, things, it's kind of weird up there in the Pacific Northwest. Like, no one really wants to care about it. It's true. Denver, when the Broncos are good, is probably the one time that Denver gets its due the way it should. Mm-hmm. The NFL views Denver as a big market. Every show is going to be talking about the Broncos every single week. And obviously, that new the sexy thing. Right. The AFC West is mm-hmm. also going to, there's probably going to be a segment on every NFL show just talking about the AFC West. Well, just think about the cities. I mean, not, now Kansas City is just kind of there for the ride. Yep. But you got LA, Vegas. And then Denver, who when they're cooking, the NFL loves. Yeah. And Kansas City's Kansas City's kind of in that Green Bay vein, right? Yeah. It's not a big market, but man, they love their football, and man, it's an amazing atmosphere, and they have their tailgates and all that. It's. Yeah. It's a sexy division. Yeah, it is. It, it, is. it really is. It's a really sexy division. So I think that if Russ plays the way I think he will with these weapons in this offense, I think he's going to get MVP love, and then. His price just went up. And here's what Russ may also be thinking about in terms of maybe forcing the Broncos' hand, whether it's to get a new deal Mm -hmm. next week, uh, right before training camp or six games into the season. He may say, I said I'm going to play 10 or 12 more years. That's two more massive contracts. But I don't want to kick the can down the road any longer. I don't want to have to play 12 years in order to get $50, $60 million a year. I want my deal now. And then in five years when that deal's done, or, you know, probably more like four years when that deal's starting to run out of guarantees, I'm going to sign up for another one. And then he's almost guaranteeing himself 
eight years of guaranteed massive, massive money. Guarantees, you still have, like, you have to, you have to play, right? Like, you can't retire and still cash in on your guarantees. I think if you yeah. retire, that's when you have yeah. to give it back. Okay. You have to give it back. I yeah. figured. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, he really is the sooner for him, too, right? Yeah. So, he'll. Mm-hmm. Pro- I think there's probably a discussion that has said, hey, wait for our new owner to get here. You know, Mr. Moneybags will come in and take care of you. Yeah. Better hope Mr. Moneybags is willing to do that from, uh, you know, you would think so. You would think so. But what yeah. if it's just uh, a stingy owner? That's horrifying. Oh don't want to even think don't about even that. Put that. <laughs> I don't think anyone's that dumb. Yeah. And, and I guess the last question I have here is where does this end for quarterbacks? Because, again, what like what if Russell Wilson, if you offer him five years, 25 million, or sorry, 250 million, every penny guaranteed, and he's just like, no, more. You, then he gets n- more. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. At what point are quarterbacks getting paid $100 million a year? It. It ends when there's a viable and consistent model to, to success without having an expensive quarterback. And right now, that only path is cost-controlled quarterback that you draft, but it's so but so the, hard. It's so hard. I mean, I mean, think about it. The Bengals are already 40 percent through that window. Yes. I mean, it, feels, it feels like Joe Burrow just got here. He's the you know, hot, hot young guy, right? Yep. They're, you know their their first year was a what he was a wash. They get to the Super Bowl. I mean the, the clock the clock on terms of cost control, it's basically run out on Josh Allen. Yep. Because he got his deal, so it's one AFC Championship game, right? Right. Yep. It's basically the only <clears throat> way this changes is if there is another model to success long term, not just like the, a one off. That prove that pr- that proves to be viable. No. Right, and there's and that, a stat out there yeah. about um, percentage of the cap for right. quarterbacks and how mm-hmm. that you know once you go over a certain threshold, there's only a few Super Bowl winners with that. Mm-hmm. I forget what the exact numbers are, but it's not going to stop anyone because your yeah. other option it's pay the quarterback or don't have a quarterback. Everyone pays the quarterback every time, and and I saw someone bring this up on Twitter the other day, but they said a better sample size would be let's look at the percentage of the cap on quarterbacks and what percentage of those teams make the playoffs. Right. Because it's probably very high. Well, and it's not only good for for football on the field in terms of being competitive in January and February, but it's also great for for business. Look at what the Broncos have done in terms of selling jerseys. Mm-hmm. Russ has been the easiest jersey to sell. I think they I've seen them push it once on Twitter on their Broncos account, it, they just sell themselves is what I'm saying. You have a good oh. quarterback, it sells themselves. It's the easiest thing to market. The Broncos have been trying, and no offense to these guys, Broncos have been trying to push Justin Simmons uh, and, and Cortland Sutton in terms of being the, the big mm-hmm. go-to. Those are great guys, and you love having them on your team, and you're okay paying them $15 million a year. That doesn't do anything compared to what Russ is going to do on the billboard. That's also fairly minimal, though, because – you keep now. You keep the uh, the the markup, the the retail markup, when you sell it at your own store. But when it gets, but when, but like you know, Russell Wilson jerseys are being sold at Dick's Sporting Goods. They're being sold. They're being sold on Fanatics. It's more about the brand. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's improving the brand. Like, but remember all that. Like, but in terms of the money from the jersey, beyond uh, when it, you know, in terms of what you make beyond just the retail markup. You're de- that gets split 32 ways. Right. Mm-hmm. If you told yeah. me, though, like, um, DNVR is going to sell a million shirts, mm-hmm. uh, 100,000 of them are going to come out of the mm-hmm. DNVR bar, you'll get to keep all of that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but all the other ones that get sold, you have to split with the other all city networks. I would take you take the, the yeah. deal in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? Because all of a sudden there's a million people representing the brand outside, you know, and, you know, just the team gets a bigger profile mm. and it's worth more money and all of that stuff. I mean, I truly believe that the, the new owner has to pay the Russell Wilson premium. Yeah. Yeah. It costs more now. Yeah, it, maybe a couple hundred million dollars more, which is crazy. So I, I Pay don't, for his contract. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm... Exactly. I don't think I'm going to be able to get to a point when thinking of a contract where I say no. Trade him mm. or let him hit free agency. Um, but at what point do you think the Broncos or a team would? And so I'm trying to think of a, quote, reasonable, like realistic deal. You think three hundred and sixty million dollars, fully guaranteed over six years, would be too much? That's sixty million, million a year. No, there's no such thing as too much. See, and that—that's how mm -hmm. I view it. But don't you think, in terms of in an NFL organization yes. where yes. they overthink things too much, there would be? But what? Again, you you counter offer that obviously, right? And mm -hmm. you're like, God, can we please get you down to 55? We need that money mm -hmm. to spend, and we want to build a Super Bowl contender. And if he says no, you don't just walk away from the table. That's I, what I mean. Like, mm -hmm. I agree. The 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 leverage for these quarterbacks is insane, and I don't. Something has to give. And, and Mace, I think you brought up a good point there. It's like what has to give is someone has to prove you can do it without it. Mm -hmm. and, I don't think that's coming anytime soon. Well, that's why I think today and looking ahead to the next year to teams to watch on that are the Falcons and the Texans like because here's an example of where they stand obviously the Texans have all that draft capital coming in they could have a high draft pick next year and they also next year have 118 million dollars of cap space so if the Texans either through the Browns or their own or, or their own struggles are sitting there with a number one or number two overall pick then here's a chance for them to be that experiment. If Atlanta decides, okay, like, and, and I think Atlanta probably made a smart but painful choice on Matt Ryan to yeah. just say, rip the Band-Aid off. Atlanta yeah. has $113 million in cap space next year. Atlanta would behoove itself, I think, to just be bad this year. Yeah. Get that top two pick. Let, let's, say overall, let's say it's number one overall. You get Bryce Young. You have a great target in Kyle Pitts already there and you have $113 million in cap space, that's the kind of, it literally may be that the model is tear down and then build back up. Right, but you just have to hit on the quarterback. Yeah. And one thing that I, I don't think has been discussed a lot lately is the quarterback hit rate is actually going up in terms mm -hmm. of guys that are drafted in the top 10 being good quarterbacks. You're seeing it a lot more now than even 10, 15 years ago. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, I have a question. We talk about Deshaun Watson setting a new precedent, right? Because it happened, and so now it's going to keep happening. Mm -hmm. Why did Tom Brady not set a new precedent when he decided I'll, I'll take less money to win more? Why? Like, he is almost universally accepted as the GOAT now. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because he won championships. Not because he put up numbers. Yep. Because he won championships. Yep. Why has no one followed that that model? Why does no one else want to say I, I'm I'm willing to do the same legacy over dollars? It, you know, there's only so much money you can spend anyway. It's a it's a fantastic question, and it's credit to Tom Brady. You know, he's done a lot to get himself where he is, but he has sacrificed, and you know, mm. in air quotes, sacrificed. But he has sacrificed millions, tens of millions of dollars, maybe hundreds of million dollars on the table. And one of the way, ways he was able to start doing that was Giselle. 
He knew that he was making so much money. His family was making so much money. Sierra also has that. Mm-hmm. Yes, a- a- absolutely. Uh, and I think that that helped his idea and helped ease him do it. Now, the Patriots also did it where they would just mm-hmm. give him tons of money up front. Yeah. He still wasn't all the, the highest paid. but I remember when the Broncos never, yeah. were, were, were playing Case Keenum. Yeah. And he made $18 million that year. <laughs> yeah. Either the one in front of him or the one behind him was Tom Brady. Yep. Yeah, he's never consumed more than thirteen point six percent of a team's salary cap. Think about that for think about that for a moment. Yeah, that he he's never been. At, I think because I want to say the threshold is at what like it's at like fifty is like fifteen or twenty percent somewhere in that 15, range. Yeah, right. Yep. And he's he has never been he has never been at that point. Ever. I just I get the whole Giselle thing. Obviously that uh, that is a I guess for lack of a better term privilege that he has. Mm-hmm. Um. But I just think there would be one other guy, and maybe Mahomes is the closest to it. I mean, comparatively, now he's he's given the Chiefs a pretty big discount. I just would assume that someone else would be like, I'm willing to try this because I care about legacy. It's not as if you're playing for free. You know, right. play for twenty million dollars a year, which is an absurd number. Yep. And give yourself and give your team a better chance to win. I'm not saying they should. I'm all about players securing the bag. But I'm just surprised no one else has. And I think I think something that plays into that is that is a lot of pressure from the union and from other players saying don't take less because then it's going to hurt us. It's it, even though you're the best and it's hurting you a little bit, you're really going to hurt the guy that's the sixth best in the league because then he's not going to be able to reset the market. Mm. But you know what? Tom Brady's bigger than the union. Tom Brady's bigger than yeah. the other quarterbacks that he's getting pressure for. So Mahomes is really the next guy who is bigger than all of that, and he'll have the opportunity to say no to all of those outside forces. Yeah, Tom Brady has a lower cap figure this year than Russell Wilson. Of course. And Russ is really low. Yeah, 24 yeah. million, right. that's cheap. Tom, but- Tom this year is at $20.27 million. But just disgusting. <laughs> he's, uh, he disgusting. knows what he's doing. He yeah. does. He does. And it's about winning for him. And also the money also comes. But it's it's really smart. And you, you have to give Tom credit for that. The only mountain left to conquer is winning multiple Super Bowls with multiple teams, right? Yep. Yeah. That would be something that not even Peyton did. Right. Yep. I mean, I, it's not something I think, like, what's do. left for Tom Brady? That's the only thing I can think of. Yep. Unless he's thinking, oh, well, I leave Tampa Bay and I become the first to win with three, three yeah. teams did following you, Von Miller. And did you see <laughs> they re, they're restructuring Tom's deal a bit uh-huh. or, or they're alternate altering stuff in his contract, but they are not extending him because Tom wants a chance to hit free agency next year. God, so just man. wait until Trey Lance Give doesn't look that break. good this year. And then Tom hits the open market oh, and then goes to San Francisco. And it, Bro. forget retirement this past year. He's playing one or two more years. Uh-huh. Tom Brady's family must suck so much <laughs> that he went home for a, a month yeah. and was like, yeah, actually, I'm never coming back here. The kisses weren't as good. Oh, yeah, well, on retirement. They must be the worst hang. <laughs> <laughs> he had to get back to the locker room. Yeah, or maybe he's the worst hang. And the, the family said, please, dude, please dude, go you back. gotta go back, man. <laughs> or maybe he's just institutionalized. Yeah. As they said in Shawshank Redemption, he yeah. got out for a month and, uh, yeah. you know, couldn't handle the lack of structure and had to go back. Had yep. to go back. That's very true. Uh, one place that I always have to go back is Sexy Pizza. Mm. 
delicious Denver-based pizza, a true staple. They've been here for 13 years in the Denver community. Um, they give back to the community with their philanthropies, which are pretty cool. Their specialty pies uh, that have uh, different nonprofit organizations that they give back to when you buy one of them. Um, they also have incredibly good green chili pizza. Mace is a fan of their salads. Um, it, it's just top to bottom a really, really great company and really, really great pizza. So go over there, support Sexy Pizza, get you some delicious pizza tonight. And nothing goes better with Sexy Pizza than Breck Beer. Whether you're watching a game, whether you're eating pizza, whether you're hanging out on the weekend, Breck Beer is the beer to go to. Of course, it's the official beer of DNVR. And just like we do with all things that are great, we brought it into the bar. It is the beer of the DNVR bar as well. And, man, we are getting into some warm weather, which just makes it fantastic. It's a mango beer that they've got. Uh, Of course, Strawberry Sky can't say enough about it. Uh, And today is actually a Hot Peak IPA. Maybe even you go for the uh, Vanilla Porter Jr. that they've got because big game for the Nuggets tonight. Weather's kind of a bummer right now. Happy second day of spring, guys. Doesn't feel like that. Sure doesn't. And whatever season it is and whatever it feels like, you got to get Breck beer. And if you're not around the DNV, bar go to the breck beer website top right hand corner is a breck beer locator click on that and you can find where to get any breck beer where you are yeah it's very we're teetering on strawberry sky season even though every season is strawberry sky season Mm -hmm. there's just it hits different on a porch with the sun beating down on it does man i can't wait for that season i can't this weekend 70s i don't know what happened something clicked in my brain recently i'm like so ready for summer oh man Mm -hmm. absolutely I, I feel mean, like a kid with like senioritis. I mean, we've had a we've had it snow every single week in 2022. I saw that. Yeah, it's time. it doesn't sound right to me. It doesn't feel like it, does it? Yeah. I mean, technically, technically we had snow yesterday, but it didn't stick. You know what though, guys? I'm looking. You're talking about summer. I'm looking at uh, the Dark Sky app right now. You know what the forecast high next Monday is? What's that? Seven. Eighty. Let's go. Let's go, baby. You're me very happy with I'm that. I'm sick that day. Um, <laughs> All right, let's get the question. Will be whether it's warmer here or down at the league meetings, Mm, right? Yes, yeah. Mace will be down at the league meetings next week. Excited to see what comes out of there. I'm sure there'll be an ownership update for the Broncos. Yeah, that's kind of the big thing. But of course, also we're gonna it's the annual coaches breakfast. When I say annual, we haven't had it in you know since um 2019, of course, because the pandemic. But uh, there's all there's always stuff that comes out of that and. I think I think Hackett's going to be pretty. Uh, dyna- there are going to be reporters that are drawn to Hackett like moths to a flame. Yes. Oh yeah. As he gets going on Tuesday morning next week, answering questions. So, uh, I think it was our friend Nate Kreckman who said during the Russ press conference that he gives off Tommy Boy energy, and I haven't been able to unsee it since. <laughs> His energy is in fact. I mean, for mm. for that early morning breakfast, he's the caffeine you need. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I love his vibe. Of course, it's also <laughs> yeah. the night after the annual kind of media, the media and coaches. There's a party where like the media and the coaches and the executives and everybody there is all all mingles and it's the league hosts it and it's an open bar. Mm. Um, Zach, why aren't we going to yeah, this? Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm getting a few days with family around it. That's kind of my I've got family in Florida. That's, I can that's pull my that off. that's my excuse. <laughs> I mean, hi, hi mom, hi dad. See you on us. See you Saturday morning, and then I'll go down to Palm Beach, and I'll come back and hang more for a few days. You know, 
I have to be. I have to be the good son sometime. <laughs> you had me at open bar. Um, <laughs> all right, to look into this. Uh, let's jump into the comments. Let's start with a super chat here from the homie Brian, who says, "Here for the vibes. Love this DNVR crew. Also, please draft Connor Hayward. Is that the fullback uh, for Michigan State? Um, I, I our, believe our so. Yes. Tight end. Tight end. Oh, okay. Tight end and fullback. Tight end slash fullback. Yeah. yeah. I think he was playing fullback at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, he was. Um, he's a big boy. Yes. And mm. super athletic. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm in on that. I'm I, with all due respect to the guy, because I I've met him. He's really nice. I'm not on the Andrew Beck train at all. I just if you're gonna use fullback, use a fullback, in my opinion. Yeah, and they disagree with your opinion. I know it's weird. <laughs> I think the, though the the one thing, and, and Hayward has that threat too. But the threat of being able to catch a pass, I think, actually does and do something actually does matter here. For sure, I also yeah. want the threat of being able to knock your helmet off when you try to come in the hole. Isn't yeah. Andy Janovich still available? He is, but he's uh... also always hurt. But you also just signed Tomlinson at a tight end for kind of that purpose. Yeah, that guy. Now that by the way, it, it was funny to meet Tomlinson and Tom Compton. Yeah. On the same day, Compton is a tackle who's been a guard, and Tomlinson's a tight end. Tomlinson is a lar is a large individual for a tight end. Yeah, He's six massive. six. Yes, two two sixty five. Like, didn't you get the feeling that Tomlinson felt like more like an O lineman? He did, and Compton felt more like a tight end. Absolutely. Yeah. And and they've actually in his career he's lined up all over the place. Yeah. He's lined up at tight end. He's lined up as a sixth offensive lineman. He's actually lined up as an offensive lineman as a tackle before. And then he's also lined up in the backfield as a lead blocker. Yeah. That is someone you want yes. uh, when when you're on the one just trying to punch it in. Do you yeah. guys remember Dwayne Carswell? Of course. Nicknamed yes. House. House yeah. Tomlinson gives me those vibes. Uh, Love yeah. that. Yeah. Love yeah. that. And yeah. they actually House got to be such a big house. That they convert into tackle. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, maybe we call uh, Tomlinson apartment. Right. It's a little bit smaller. Townhouse. Townhouse. Town I love it. Condo. Condo. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good nickname. Yeah, it really is. Condo. Um, it's, it seems like it would be a nickname for someone named, like, Connor Dorson. Right, yeah. But anyways, um, I want more fullback, more, you know, I would be in for Jano if he wasn't always hurting himself. Yeah, I, I do like the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. I think we're going to see that. Yeah, just Andrew Beck seems small out there to me. Definitely compared to uh, Tomlinson, Tomlinson. He is. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be pushing for as many Tomlinson snaps out. He's got a good yeah. beard, too, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he does. Epic. Fate. I mean, it, it, he lets it loose, too. Yep, yeah, I like that about him. He, I mean, he, if you could, like, somebody just looks like a, a, a blocking fullback, blocking tight end. Like Tomlinson, just like he looks like he could, mm -hmm. he could kick your I mean, ass six ways to Sunday. Forty pounds away, which shouldn't be hard for a guy of his stature from being a tackle. I th honestly, I I think the two sixty is a little bit on the the lights the light side. I, I you think he's already up? I think he's I, he look like two sixty. I think is maybe that well, that was the original measurement, right? Yeah. They tend to not change those things over time. Yep. I think Tomlinson looks like he's about 280, 290. I feel like it's <laughs> undersold that like the Ravens just have these monsters on offense. Like Ricard, the fullback, mm -hmm. is is an his his specs are insane. They developed Yuschik, remember? Yep. At fullback. Yep. Yep. But yeah. I just mean in terms of size, like yeah. they were just putting out monsters. Yeah, it's and, and it works. Yep. Smart. You just you, you just grind the other team down. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Let's jump into the comments from the listeners. Wait. One more super chat. Oh, okay. one more super chat. One more super chat. 
Okay, Ooh, Super okay. Chats are rolling. Oh, wow. Uh, Lucas Heroes, or Luis, sorry. Uh, Luis Haro. Wow, I need to get some glasses. Um, don't like the disrespect we're getting. Broncos finishing fourth. No way. Go Broncos. Well, I think um, Alex Singleton said it best when he said they're one of the best teams <laughs> in the AFC West. And Luis, you, you don't yeah. have to worry. I mean, the Chiefs weren't even in uh, the top five, you said, top right? Top five in the AFC. Were the Broncos in there? Yes, number five. Yeah, there you go. So uh, Where were Luis the Chargers? I think they had them like one or two. Which and the, were the Raiders in the disgusting. top five or no? I can't remember. can't remember. Okay. I don't, wow. I don't know. Um, I think any list when you're talking top five teams in the AFC has to have at least three AFC teams. Bills, AFC West Chargers, teams. Bengals, Broncos, someone else. I forget. Not Bengals, the Titans. Broncos. Man, yeah. the Titans could be dropping hard this year. Yeah. And, yeah. But, of course, I, I don't discount it, Derrick it, Henry. I think he could do anything as you can imagine it triggered chief's twitter an insane amount and i'm sure it tri triggered you a bit too seeing the chargers up there no it actually didn't i was too i was oh. enjoying chief's twitter <laughs> losing their mind too much they were like if you combine all of the playoff wins of all these teams over the last three years it still wouldn't add up to as many as the chiefs have <laughs> wow thank you so much Holy cow. Uh, hi just happened to catch you guys live today can't wait for the season from poppy Yes, well, we really Probably appreciate you yeah. rolling with us and really appreciate that generosity. We're so happy that you roll with us. Man, you guys just keep getting me more excited for the season whenever someone says this because, like, everyone just keeps painting this picture, and I'm like, I'm already too excited for summer. I can't be excited for fall this soon. Right, right, yeah. You don't want cold weather before the cold weather of the, the winter is right, over. exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Now we're going to jump into the comments from the listeners on the website. You can leave them, of course, over at thednvr.com uh, when you become a member. You also get a free shirt when you become a member, mm. which why wouldn't you do that? We got a rough shirt out oh, there, too. We do. Here. Oh, my God. <laughs> no more. Just kidding. We appreciate it very much from Mile High Mike. Albright says Peyton is still looking for a corner. Uh, do you think Stefan Gilmar is on his radar? Should we want him? Should we pay him? Callahan priority. I thought Albright was saying the, they're looking for two walls. Um, I don't know if you saw his cryptic tweet. No, I did not. No, uh, what was it? He was like, if you're wondering what um, the Broncos are clearing this cap space for, and then it was like a picture of two walls meeting like this. So everyone's like, oh, corner. Corner. Oh, yeah. yes. I did yeah. see that. I had no idea what that <laughs> meant. <laughs> I was two walls. Just looking for yeah, two walls. Yeah, two, and it was white walls, too. So yeah. I was like, blank spaces? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was, that, uh, was very, that was over my head cryptic, uh, Albright. So impressive. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, what was the question again? Oh. Are they looking at Stefan Gilmore? I I think it's uh, yeah. Bryce Callahan yeah. and uh, potentially Chris Harris Jr. later down the stretch. The Broncos don't really need – I mean, yeah, they could use Stefan Gilmore, but what they need is that slot guy. Remember, Ronald Darby, I don't mm. believe, has ever played uh, in the slot before. He's yeah. a true outside guy. If you wanted to, you could force him inside, but I, I don't know why you would do that right now. Uh, so I would just go get a true slot guy. The other thing that's interesting is like – we are now reaching the point where you may see some second wave guys, but there could be some guys like a Stephon Gilmore that say, and even Chris Harris Jr. say, I'm just going to wait until the summer. 100%. Not go through OTAs. And then just wait wait for a team that has an injury and gets desperate. Think of like Evan Mathis. just sitting and waiting, and he lands with Denver in, in August. He ends up getting a ring that season. I think I think we're going to see some of that from these bigger names that are on the market. If you wonder, well, why you know why are they out there? I think they'll just wait for the for the the right combination of spot opening up, 
plus team in contention. Shout out to um, I'm not saying their name actually. I can't I can't uh, legally say that out loud. Um, but the commenter here <laughs> leaving a very Rams. <laughs> uh, say for a very um, important comment here. I don't like the Broncos and go Rams Super Bowl champs. How did you end up here? Well, welcome. Welcome uh, to the Broncos party. Maybe they like all things cronky. It tells me we're doing something right with the SEO if we're ending up on your YouTube feed. Yes, exactly. And people are now calling them out, but we enjoy anyone hey, come, uh, jumping in. Come join us. We don't really care about those Rams. Uh, Onion Booty chiming in on Booty. the comment section on the website says, my boys. Mace, can we get a 75? 75. My boys. Another one. 75. <laughs> he said, it's been too long since I've commented, but while my voice has been quiet, my viewership has been has been dogged. You may look at me and think that I'm just a young booty, but I'm not just a young booty. Russ is what I'm looking for, a sexy independent quarterback, down to spin it type uh, that wins Super Bowls, Bowls, Bowls. And Peyton, we entrust our faith. When are the Mr. Unlimited shirts dropping in the DNVR locker? Love, onion, booty, Bronco. You got to be honest. That's top two least favorite things Russ has ever done for me. That's yeah, in terms of cringeworthy. Yeah, Isn't like I want a video. The, yeah, the yeah. the post contract video is the cringiest thing I've maybe ever seen on social media. <laughs> Although um, you pumped it out there last week, didn't you? I parodied it. Oh, you parried pumping it out. Parody. Okay, fine line there. Yes. Um, and it didn't get nearly as much love as I thought it should. Oh, I, I, I actually didn't watch the whole thing. Oh, uh, I, I dubbed over like super obvious radio, oh. robot voice to change all of the Seahawks stuff to Broncos. Oh, stuff. well, I apologize. Then that's good. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that and Mr. Unlimited, I couldn't like, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt by being like, oh, the Mr. Unlimited thing he knew that was really, un really corny. And he was like leaning into right. the corniness, mm -hmm. but I got to get to know him better to know if. He knows that. I think he's dropped it, hasn't he? Or is he yeah. still well, he, he didn't it? have a trademark on that, but oh. he got the trademark on Let Russ Cook. Mm. I Which wonder I if he has Let's Ride yet. Stay away from that one, Russ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Let Russ Cook, uh, ha certainly it has a lot more potential, right? I mean, there's let a... Let Russ Cook is great. Let yeah. Russ Cook could be the entree to... A whole line of uh, cooking products. It's, yes. Yeah. I mean, you and you get a deal with Sir Latab or something, and all of a sudden yep. you got all this distribution there. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Pairs up with someone in Denver. I like. You could it. probably just change it to "Let Us Cook," you know, and right, you like put the right, R U like around. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Uh, we have a we have two <laughs> quick super chats coming in. One from Mile High Mike says, "Just trolling <laughs> with this one. Love y'all. We love you right it. back. We got the whole uh, whole Madden League in here. Today. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Uh, Rams fans just salty because Rams coverage sucks in L A. That yeah. wouldn't surprise me at all. It's true. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Although I know some good people over there. That's actually true. Yeah. I, I think the obviously Sam Farmer does a great job. Yep. Jordan yep. Rodriguez does a great job. Yep. I think the coverage is good. Just the fan base is not there. Although yes. they they kind of move Sam for no one. Yeah, but yes. and they kind of move Sam around, right? I mean, sometimes like he's covering like whoever's got the bit the bi whatever the bigger thing is so like if the chargers have a bigger game he'll be at the charger game yeah. rather than the rams game he's i just, think he's earned that yeah. um that freedom yeah to just go do whatever he Most wants yeah. like they send him to the masters because i'm sure he just wants to go to yeah. the masters yeah I mean, why he, would you not he was an nfl beat guy without a team 
for what, like 20, like 15, 20 yeah, years? He always asked Goodell at the yes. Super Bowl press conference when every they were getting year. the team in LA. Very impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's move on here to Mitch. Mitch. He Mitch. says, don't get me wrong. I'm thrilled about Russ, but knowing what we know now about the price for Russ, multiple high picks and good players, and Matt Ryan, a Come single third-round pick, <laughs> which package do you prefer? Do you think the significantly smaller deal for Ryan would have been a better path for the Broncos to take? You get what you pay for. Get uh, what you pay for. Yeah, just a big fat no yeah. Right there. I mm-hmm. see where you're trying to think about this logically, but when it comes to quarterbacks, you take the better quarterback and you don't care what it takes to give up. The Broncos well, have gone down this value route the past six years. If you want to look uh, at how that turns out, value is not the approach you take to quarterbacks. Yeah, and, and the the uh, Colts might win 10 games this year with Matt Ryan. What does way, that do for them? And Matt Ryan's cap figure this year is higher. For the Colts, oh my God. than Russell Wilson's is. Yeah, and, there, oh and there, I mean, there's a reason he was on the cheap. Um, he's on the very back end of his career. You know, you could make a case that sometimes you you'd be willing to take a less great quarterback for more longevity. I think the Aaron Rodgers versus yep. Russell Wilson conversation yep. comes to mm-hmm. mind there. But you definitely wouldn't take a less good quarterback with less time uh, in any circumstances. And mm-hmm. uh, also, I. I think that trade for the Colts in the circumstances they were in, I think it was a good trade for both teams. What is um, it? All it does is prolong their rebuild, though. Like, yeah, but the, the Colts, they're, yeah. but they're not close to rebuilding. Right? I know. That's, that's a their good, problem. That's right, a yeah, good, absolutely. That, that's why that's I think... It's a good roster. And I don't like Matt Ryan. Uh, I think he's overrated and has been for a long time. Saying that, I think it's a, a good move for them. Is it a Super Bowl move? No, I don't think so. But I think it keeps them in the playoff hunt. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're going to win 10 to 12 yeah, games, yeah. and then he might retire next year, mm-hmm. and then you're just like right back where you were. It's like eventually you got to go try and start well, new. What they're, what they're counting on is Atlanta's offensive line has been pretty pathetic in recent years, and they're, they're counting on the fact that, all right, now you're going you're gonna to put some studs in front of him, and he, he's going to have a stud right behind him to hand the ball off to. Yep, and I, I can for them, it makes a lot of it makes a lot of sense. I mean, other than the quarterback, if you said okay, Bronco roster or Colt roster, you're taking the Colt roster. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good roster. I mean, th- you have six. I mean, let's just talk about yeah. Pro Bowlers. I mean, right. That's you have fair. six Pro Bowlers. I mean, yeah. you've got. I mean, you've got Darius Leonard, who, with all respect to everyone to the Broncos defense. Darius Leonard is a better player at a premium position the Broncos have on defense. He's not got, really a premium position, but it, it impacts the defense but they, a lot. But they use him, the way they use him as a pass rusher from time to time yep. as well, they use him in a premium way. And he play, and he plays every down. You've got, a, a light, I think, a likely Hall of Famer on the offensive line in Quentin Nelson. You have, prob- I think, right now, with all respect to Der- Derrick Henry, at this moment, RB1 in the NFL is Jonathan Taylor. Whoa! What? Whoa! More, more than Derrick Henry Mace. You're doing my guy like that. You at know I have this to disagree moment, with that. At this moment, at this moment. Either way, Easy. you still would take the Broncos because the quarterback is an option, right? And you want the better quarterback. But it just tells you how I think. Again, it's a, it's a, it's a good roster that they built in yeah, Indianapolis. It's why they're doing this with right. the right. quarterback. Right, it makes rentals. sense yeah. for them. And and with Matt Ryan, I think he's enough to where you can talk yourself into saying, "All right." This Ryan is he's been to a Super Bowl before he's been to he's been a league MVP before that we get him with Frank Reich that maybe we can maybe we can especially being in a weaker division in the AFC West and the AFC North 
we can maybe even win 12 or 13. And yeah, we might get the Chiefs with Mahomes and the Broncos with, with the Broncos with Russ or the Chargers with Herbert. We might get them in our place. I, just, I have to say, this is giving me so many flashbacks to Joe Flacco coming to Denver and, and John Elway selling him. Now, I do think, Mace, I think your argument's a lot stronger than what the right. Broncos had then, but boy, am I happy to not be in that conversation oh, yeah. of having to convince myself of a guy being who but, he was but five would it, years ago. But would it surprise anybody if on the third weekend in January, wild card round, it's the second place Broncos at the first place Colts? No, no. Not, not at all. They're really good. They're going to be... Really strong. They're gonna run the ball. They're gonna they're gonna play good defense. They're gonna just, they're gonna do it the, kind of the other way yeah. um, than what most NFL teams are doing right now. And, and, that and, and probably, it will work, yeah. especially yeah. because everyone's getting smaller and smaller at linebacker and stuff. If you can really commit to smashing the ball down people's faces, uh, it's gonna be successful. Mm-hmm. Just how long can it be successful? Can it you know will it work um, to the point where you can win a Super Bowl? I kind of doubt it. You're gonna have to count on your quarterback to go make plays. I think their plan is probably also. They have their first-round pick next year. They may have to make another trade to kind of bolster that capital. But they may be thinking, Matt Ryan, two years, we get our QB of the future. Next year, whoever QB3 or QB4 is, we put ourselves in position to get that. But if you have that Bronco-Colt game, if they they play in Indy in January, I think it's a coin flip game. You said something there that just triggered something that I've been thinking about the last day. I don't want to open up this discussion because I think it's probably a whole thing, but I just have to get it off my chest. I absolutely hate it because you talked about how they use uh darius leonard as a pass rusher i absolutely hate it this is a conversation for tomorrow (laughs) for sure the little tidbit about baron browning moving to outside linebacker i hate it i hate it i hate it it. there's a lot there and let's just say i agree with you yeah yeah. we'll talk talk more about i'm not happy about that (laughs) but you know what we'll get to ask about we'll get because usually we get george payton off to the side and we get nathaniel hackett Get to ask him about that next week. Love yep. it. Love yep. it. Hate Melvin it. Bronco says, my boys, so when does Russ and the receiving squad get together to get to know each other? Or, and are the dates for OTAs and training camp locked in yet, or am I just too excited? Cheers. Well, uh, OTAs can begin for teams with new head coaches on April 4th. That's two weeks from yesterday. They can. We'll see what the Broncos do. We'll see. Last year, the Broncos players were very against doing any OTAs, or I should say off-the-field workouts until OTAs started, which was in May. We'll see if with a new coaching staff, if a new quarterback, if that changes, wouldn't be surprised if it did change and Justin Simmons and all the guys are there. But also, if Nathaniel Hackett wants, he can start it a week or two after. What we do know is Russ has said he is getting the guys together Mm -hmm. before the team gets together. So if they do get together on April 4th, we're talking in the next 10 days they're all getting together. Yeah, the other thing also on training camp, training camp can start no earlier, I believe, than July 28th. Okay. Unless they play the Thursday night game. That is the Thursday night game. Oh, okay. like no okay. for the Thursday. I mean, I'm talking about like oh no, I'm talking about. Oh, you're talking about week one Thursday night. I'm, right, right. Yeah, right. I was talking about relative to the preseason opener. So oh, yeah. it could be like three days earlier if they play on Thursday night football. Right, right. I doubt they're going to get that Thursday night game. Yeah. in week one. So yeah. probably you're looking at about July 28th. You don't being, think Broncos at Rams Thursday night football? I think the sounds like they may like Bills at Rams better. I mean. I, I, no complaints from me. I'll, I'll watch the hell out of that yeah. game. Um, 
Next one here from Dan Burke. Hey, guys. So Falcons have to be pretty concerned about the return that Terry Fontenot got for Matt Ryan, essentially a late third. To think George Payton got an early fifth in the same draft for Trinity Benson. Uh, I know the circumstances might have been different in Denver if Fontenot got the job, but I'm pretty confident in saying the Broncos hired the right guy. Yeah, and what plays into this is contract. I mean, May, May said it. The Colts are having to pay Matt Ryan more than the Broncos are paying Russell Wilson. He mm. has a massive contract that they have to bring on. So that played into it. Trinity Benson didn't have a contract. Overall, though, I totally see your point, Dan, but I I don't view that as, as necessarily a black eye for, for Terry. The Falcons had a gun to their head, and, and part of the reason they had a gun to their head was because of the restructure they made last year on Matt Ryan's deal, but they had that $7.5 million roster bonus that was due on Monday, and it does not appear that they had multiple suitors in play for Matt Ryan. So they were basically they were basically stuck with a, de- a decision that I think long-term is going to be the right decision, but was painful. But they, they're, they're going to take a dead money hit, the likes of which no team has ever seen from one player before. By the but way, it's in, I think it's good that they're doing it because this, this should be a clear the decks year. And if you're going to suck, a Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud year is a good year to suck. And really quick, that's why I think Marcus Mariota was a terrible signing for mm-hmm. them because I think he makes them better, which is what they don't need. And yeah. also, did you guys see the report from Adam? I think it was Adam Schefter yesterday, the day before, saying that a team that talked to the Browns about trading for Baker Mayfield said, oh, no, 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 we're not going to give you anything. You have to give us Baker and a pick in order to take him off your the team. The Osweiler deal. Exactly. Yes. That's where the Browns are right now with Baker. That's how bad it is. That's I mean, karma on that one. Yeah, what are they? <laughs> yeah. They can't hold on to him. They so know. Yeah. Cut. And so, so they they know they have no choice. And I don't know if it helps it in terms of their cap situation to cut him or trade him. We'll see. But they may be trading Baker in like a fourth and getting back a seventh or something. Well, how many suitors do they have right now? Because there was a report today that Carolina is out on Baker Mayfield. And, Why? Well, Insane. a few years ago, someone put this on social media that Ben McAdoo. In 2018, and this was right. This was, I believe, right after he had gotten fired by the Giants. That he had a, like a list of like he had a list of the quarterbacks in the 18 draft, and he had Baker Mayfield like fifth or sixth. Mm. <laughs> that Ben McAdoo is not a fan of ba- Baker Mayfield. Now McAdoo is the OC in Carolina, so That's this who I trust for now, my quarterback takes. Car- now, for what it's worth, Carolina had all of their top brass except. David Tepper, the owner, at Malik Willis's workout today in Lynchburg, and Virginia. And Kenny Pickett yesterday, right? Yes. So you can kind of see what the direction that they're going. I mean, they even have like their their Patrick Smythe, Stephen Drummond, has been at these. So that that tells you kind of the level of probably conversations that they're having with these quarterbacks. They're trying to evaluate, you know, what they are as kind of face of the franchise right. potentially out there. But that so if Carolina's out of that. What is Baker Mayfield's market at this point? Seattle. Seattle. It's. I mean, New Orleans just signed Jameis Winston. Baker and uh, Houston's committed fans. to Davis Mills for this year. I mean, it. it it's Seattle, and I don't see where where that, else. This lines. is wild to me. Like Baker Detroit's going to ride Jared Goff. Yeah, yeah. Every other year. Yeah, I mean, he was hurt last year. Okay, I'm just saying. Every other year, he's good at football. This Every, is wild. There mean, are teams out there with some garbage quarterbacks that should want Baker Mayfield. I mean, Seattle with Baker Mayfield in what is left of the NFC at this point, Seattle and with Baker Mayfield would be in, not saying they'll get a spot, but they would be in the wild card conversation. 
The Colts should it or not. absolutely have wanted Baker Mayfield over Matt Ryan. Oh, boy. For this year? No, Baker's too much year, of a wild card. It's not only yeah. about this yeah. year. But if it's every other year, then he would have had a great year this year. Yep. I mean, he's handing off to Jonathan Taylor, and he's protected yeah. by that yeah, offensive yeah. line. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I know he had those things. He had some of that stuff in Cleveland. He was really good two years ago. And the Colts were never in on him. It was always Matt Ryan, which is, which is nuts. But, yeah, I'd like to see a Drew and Baker competition, if it would even be a competition. The, by the way, did you see Mitchell we'll Trubisky's out. guarantee? It was like it. They should have wanted Baker Mayfield. Well, that's a, but, but Cle- yeah. is Cleveland Cle- Cleveland going to trade him in the division? That's the thing. They should have if they don't want <laughs> him. I mean, cut it. Long, cut him in the long term, Baker May- long term Baker Mayfield in Pittsburgh is something I would be here for. All right, we're because running, that yes. would be wild. Oh, yes. We're running super long here, so let's try to yeah. knock out a couple questions from Vency. Hey guys, on two occasions we have discussed possibly switching bowls over to right tackle. Every time I hear that switching tackle spots, I can't help but recall something I heard some time ago. I don't remember which podcast I heard it, but it stuck in my head. According to a tackle, uh, switching spots is like learning to wipe your butt with your other hand. Now, I don't know about you, but that in my book is no small feat. Uh, so it may not be a gold, uh, good idea to switch tackles uh, or things could get messy. Now, every time Zach brings up switch, switching tackle box, you guys can think about this. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Keep up the great work and let's ride. That was Tristan Wirfs, by the way, Thanks, I, who had that phenomenal quote. Uh, to be honest... Mm-hmm feel like i could do that in a week mm, yeah it it may be messy in the process but <laughs> once you've mastered i think you'd be good yeah. okay that sounds like a challenge, a challenge. Ah, all three of us we report at the start of the pod every day i'll do it if bowls has to do it <laughs> <laughs> ah bowls i see what you did there uh behem bronco says hey kings thanks for the great coverage throughout this wild off season i've spent the last few days thinking about something you guys have spent some time talking about over the last few years margin for error to me this is an area that russell wilson makes a huge difference in it used to be that if the broncos didn't have the very best option at every position i would automatically write off as a reason we would lose at some point that is no longer the case with the quarterback able to elevate the team like our rk has talked about the margin for error has expanded tenfold this doesn't mean we don't need great players especially with being in the afc best but it just feels like the entire dynamic of this team has changed and i'm not sure it will be fully felt until the russ uh, until we see russ pull a win out of what feels like a sure loss. Mm-hmm. George Payton has done an incredible job building this team in less than two full years, and I think we have a lot of a lot to look forward to. Cheers. Yeah, this is going to be noticed big time. Um, big time. Big um, time. When, when, Russ, when the Broncos play a bad game and Russ scores 14 points in the last six minutes to win them a game, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my God, they had no business winning that. Mm-hmm. And they have won literally one game that i can think of in the last five years that they shouldn't have won and it was the drew lock comeback against the chargers uh, pretty much every other game that they you know were down big late it was just over yep and uh, as uh Ju- julian says in our comments as a russ fan you all or as a seahawks fan you always had a chance with russ and you know who it reminds me of reminds me of john of course you know it doesn't matter if if it's within three scores entering the fourth and you got the ball got a chance you have a chance yeah. yes Uh, Kamish Gordon 710 says, Hey guys, yesterday you briefly mentioned Russell Wilson's impending extension and how there was no way he would take any kind of discount, which is understandable. I took a quick look at the percentages of cap that quarterbacks have made the highest percentage of a Super Bowl winning quarterback was Tom Brady in the 2020 season, about 12.7% of the cap. That means your chances of winning the Super Bowl plummet if you pay your quarterback more than about one eighth of the cap. Now I'm willing to bet that might change sometime soon, but you think teams are are getting into a bit of a danger zone when they think 
think about paying a quarterback more than $30 million per year? How do you reconcile holding on to a star at the premium position versus making the rest of the team, uh, making sure the rest of the team is taken care of? We talked about this a lot already, but you don't reconcile anything. You yeah. just pay the quarterback and you try to figure out how you're going to win otherwise. And that's why there's so much hope with what George Payton has done so far is he's yeah. drafted well. And if you're going to pay a quarterback a ton of money, you have to draft well to be able to get those players around him for cheap. That's true. That's one thing that a lot of people don't talk about that the Seahawks did not do no. um, during mm -hmm. the Russell Wilson era. I mean, try to think of some of the best draft picks they've had. DK obviously was a really mm. good one. Yep. Um, but you look around. A lot of duds. A lot of duds. I mean, a lot of bad picks at high you know at uh important positions just they just flopped and then burning multiple first round picks to trade for a safety yeah jamal am's safety a very, yeah jamal am's a very good safety but that that only had value his skill set like you said box safety that had value 20 or 30 years ago yeah not today. They're I mean, like really good box safeties that just aren't even making teams anymore just because there's there's not that much you can do with them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Obviously, he's really good. He makes a lot of impact. Two first-round picks. Yeah. I mean, That's what the Broncos traded for Russell Wilson. The thing is, yeah. I, love, I, I love Justin Simmons as a person, as a player. If a team were to offer two first-round picks for him, done deal. Well, and well, he's not a box send? safety. Right. He's a he's dude a, at all. He, he's the guy that you that is tailored for today's game because he's got a lot of range. And you yep. would take two first for him in a heartbeat. Yep, absolutely. And last one, I think, coming in from Bronco Oilers says, Hey, guys, with all the excitement around the team since acquiring Wilson, I can't wait to see the rock and mm. atmosphere we will know and love back in Mile High. If you guys could each pick a new player intro song and touchdown song for the new season, what would you pick? I'll start. For players' intros, I'll go with Trophies by Drake. And for touchdowns, an edited version of Fergalicious that says Tugalicious instead. I talked about my two least favorite things that Russ has done earlier. <laughs> my least favorite thing that Hackett has done is Tugalicious. And the Broncos are buying into it. So no. get, get ready for more of that. Make it stop. Uh, we're better than this. We can do better. Um, I, I, this is, I don't know. I, I, I just miss rock and roll part two. I know the, the problems. Uh, and that was canceled before canceled was the thing. Right. right. He's the, I mean, terrible, terrible stuff. That's just, that is the song that I associate with Broncos touchdowns. It'll net, that will never go away from my brain. Yeah, I I understand that. I love they used to play Bring Them Out when uh, the 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 Broncos were coming out. I love that by Ti. I'm also yep. a Ti the, fan. The thing so. is, you need for a touchdown. It need there needs to be something that the fans can go along right, with. Exactly. And that was the whole thing with Rock and Roll Part Two. Is it had the hey? I mean it. Right. It, you you need something that there's a call that where maybe not a call and response, but just something that people can kind of join in with, and that's. I mean that's really that's that's really tough at this point. Yeah. Also, is. love Thunderstruck by ACDC. I think that's a great one to get people fired yeah. up. That's almost like a pregame. Yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coming out that's of that's an intro yeah. song. Yeah. yeah, ACDC has a lot of good uh, intro songs. Yeah. For those about to rock, like oh, I would yeah. love it. Like if Damn, you, that'd be if sick they, with if, the cannons. Yeah, <laughs> like. And you just hear that guitar, that guitar riff, yeah. And you know, and and have the Broncos kind of walking. They show them in the tunnel, coming from the locker room to the tunnel. I just don't think the players are getting excited I know. over right. for the, those about to but rock. It, it, it is about the fans, though. It, well, how yeah. about how about after a touchdown, you say you play a "We Are the Champions" nope. after every touchdown? No, That's a terrible idea. <laughs> no, you want more touchdowns. You put you play Queen, but you play "Don't Stop Me Now." Mm, there we go.
Yeah. Or you play the entire Bohemian Rhapsody after every touchdown. <laughs> they just have to wait. The king's gonna, like, yeah, so if you want yeah. a college football linked game, there you go. Yeah, exactly. It is. It is. <laughs> Nothing really matters to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody sounds like what you what you're singing when you've that, gone through the last six years. That feels like no, a missed opportunity true. that like a college team hasn't adopted. Like, you know, Wisconsin has jump around. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't. Whoever does the um, Neil Diamond. Um, you know, some people do that one. Like, how has no one done Bohemian Rhapsody at the end of the third quarter? Right. <laughs> yeah. Everyone gets yeah. into it and yeah. just goes crazy. You'd yeah. have basically everyone puts their arms around each other, yes. sways back yeah. and forth. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll pass that along to my my people at SCU. <laughs> all right, uh, that is going to wrap it up for us today. Great show. Appreciate all of the comments and the super chats. Appreciate everyone who hit us with a thumbs up. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Leave a five star review. All of that stuff. We love you guys. And uh, we'll catch you tomorrow on the DNVR Broncos podcast. Take you back.